Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Luminous by Annie Amy on AO3. Rating explicit. Beneath the kitchen table, Mulder's fingers teased the hem of Scully's skirt, drawing leisurely circles on her knee. Aunt sip wine, the Scully brothers drank beer, and Scully squirmed, trying not to react as Mulder's hand inched up her thigh. Oh God, it felt so good. It made her crazy. He leaned down, nuzzled her ear with his nose, and mischievously whispered, I want to see your old bedroom. Scully shivered, despite the warm day. They regained their composure when Maggie brought out the apple pie. I can't believe you made this, Tara said, turning to Mulder. The only time I can get Bill to cook is when he's grilling burgers. Bill gave her a tight smile. I've dabbled in baking, replied Mulder humbly, taking a sip of beer. Bill shook his head and huffed. Is that all you've been doing, Mr. Mulder? Baking pies? Scully shot her brother a warning look, but Mulder took it in stride. Man writing, he answered. Oh, that's interesting, said Charlie. What kind of writing do you do? I was under the impression that, uh, he trailed off, uncertain how to broach the subject. As far as anyone knew, Mulder was still in hiding. It was nothing they concerned extended family with, but Scully's mother and brothers knew that. Officially, Mulder was nowhere to be found. I write for local papers and some websites, under a pseudonym, he explained, and I'm working on a book. Really? Charlie leaned forward and Mulder nodded. That kind of self-starting work must be difficult. It's easy when you have a passion for what you're writing about. Was your book? Charlie asked, finishing his slice of pie. Mulder took in a long breath. Um, it's about some of our more interesting cases, he replied tactfully, turning to Scully for approval. She smiled reassuringly and squeezed his hand. Bill rolled his eyes. Okay, that's enough shop talk. Let's keep it light today. Scully raised her eyebrows in warning, her words final. Hmm, Mulder considered her words, giving Scully a meaningful stare. Light, luminous, the way you're the light of my life. You illuminate everything that's dark in me, he teased quietly, but an aunt cooed from the corner of the kitchen. Scully blushed and discreetly insisted, maybe you've had too much beer. Well, I think writing is such a noble profession, said Tara. Charlie nodded, adding, and you can't beat the commute. Thank you, Mulder replied gratefully. And yes, sometimes I'm at work before six in the morning. No traffic. Maggie and her sister laughed as they tidied the kitchen. Mulder always did have a way of charming the Scully women. After more polite conversation, Mulder led Scully through the den of the living room, past an array of extended family, to the backyard, where the late afternoon light blinded them so that they had to shield their eyes for a moment. Mulder took a beer from the cooler and handed it to Scully. Her graceful neck arched when she dipped her head back and took a long drink. He admired her lips as she ran her tongue over them, savoring the taste. Sweat beaded on her face, and she handed the beer back to Mulder. They walked the perimeter of the yard, watching Charlie Jr. with his tangle of red curls conduct the younger children in a game of hide-and-seek. When they finished their shared beer, Mulder said, Come with me, Scully. It's hot out here. 
She followed him into the house. With full stomachs and heads buzzing, they fumbled up the stairs hand in hand. Scully's old room blended A's decor with academic enlightenment. An Eleanor Roosevelt poster hung near the bed. God, Scully, you are such a nerd. Mulder smiled at her as he opened the curtains. Summer sun saturating the walls in golden brilliance. Gee, thanks, Scully scoffed. I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt? A framed Time magazine with Rosalind Franklin on the cover? Her work was key to understanding how DNA molecules functioned, Scully defended herself. Mulder laughed. I'm aware. And what about you? Scully raised an eyebrow, arms akimbo. What was on your walls? Twilight Zone posters, pictures of basketball stars, the Volpecula constellation? Among other things, yes. I guess you have me pegged, he said softly, turning to face her. I guess I do, Mulder, Scully said proudly, tilting her head up to meet his eyes. Why'd you want to come up here? You've never seemed interested before. I'm going to fuck you in this room, Scully, he replied softly. Scully chose to ignore his comment. They were in a house filled with family, and there was no way she would give in to this. This has always been one of my favorite pictures of the family, she said, pointing to a framed picture of a young Scully family at the beach, sitting on a shelf behind him. Mulder turned. How old were you here? I must have been about 19, she answered. A low, long whistle escaped Mulder. A real babe. We all look so young. Look at Charlie. She pointed to a young man shorter than the rest of the Scully siblings. He really shot up after that summer. I can't believe I finally met Charlie, Mulder confessed, browsing books and other photos. This is a dream come true. The elusive Scully unicorn, he marveled. Leave it to you to turn my brother into a mythical creature. As you can see, he's very real. Who said unicorns weren't real, Scully, he argued. The first written account of a unicorn dates back to the ancient. She shot him a pointed look. Light. Right, keeping it light. He threw up his hands and the feet, inching closer to her. Like the feel of your body on top of mine. He wrapped an arm around her waist. Scully nearly choked on her breath. Jesus, Mulder, you are insane. We're at my mother's house. Bill would kill you. Charlie likes me, though, Mulder offered. His other hand smoothed over her skirt, grabbing her ass, lifting lightly and pulling her upward, pressing her svelte figure into him. See? Light as a feather. He kissed her lips so chastely and quickly she didn't have time to reciprocate. What would he do if he caught us up here? Mulder, calm down. What's gotten into you? Her palms spread over the tight muscles of his chest that ripped through the soft gray shirt beneath her touch. The sun was low in the sky and early evening light caught her hair, setting it ablaze. Mulder ran long fingers through the fine strands. I told you that I'm going to fuck you right here in this room, he whispered into her ear. Let's get back downstairs. Scully tried to fend off his advances. They'll be waiting for us. I'm sure Aunt Val has some embarrassing stories she'd like to regale you with. He appreciated that she tried to be a good girl, proper and demure, but her breath deepened. She was turned on, and he slowly chipped away at her resolve, tiny nips at her lobe. A trail licked down her neck, his growing erection at her stomach. He felt so strong against her. A moan vibrated from her throat, 
into his mouth. Is this the room you studied in, Scully? Mulder encouraged as he rubbed her back and massaged her ass. Yes, Scully whispered, closing her eyes. They'll be lining up for fireworks soon. Should I stop? Mulder asked. Tell me to stop if you don't want this. But she didn't respond. She moaned again, and he inched his lithe fingers up her skirt. Tips teasing fabric of her very sexy, very skimpy thong. Late nights cramming for exams. Glasses slipping down your nose. Young Dana Catherine Scully. Daydreaming of a handsome crackpot who would change her perceptions and her life. Mulder mused into her neck. Something like that. He gazed a finger along the front of her underwear and slid the hem to the side. So warm, he said, finding her hot center. So wet. He bit his lip. Mulder. Scully pushed unconvincingly against his solid form, her voice thick as summer afternoon. Would Charlie kick my ass too, Mulder prompted. We're practically married, Scully. What could he really do? He rubbed circles at her opening, juices covering fingertips. She sighed in approval, no longer able to contain her want for him. With a tilt of her head, they met in for a messy kiss, lazy lips brushing as tongues darted out. She stroked him hard over his slacks, and he thrust into her hand. Am I going to fuck you in this room? But before he got a response, before Mulder knew what was happening, Scully was on her knees, navy skirt billowing, unzipping his pants. She yanked his boxer briefs down to his knees and touched the tip of him to her lips, warm and hard. Scully couldn't wait to taste him, to have him fill her mouth so completely the way he would fill her body. Right there in her mother's house, under Bill's nose. Mulder was smooth against her lips, and he tasted dangerous, like pilferded cigarettes in the backyard with Missy in the late fall air. She was nervous at the feral look in his eyes, and it reminded her of the time she and her friends ditched 12th grade chemistry to get belly button rings at the mall. Scully smiled coyly. With one hand, she gripped his shaft and took him fully into her mouth. Nails dug into his ass, and then he was in her throat. She ran her tongue up his bulging vein and came to a swollen tip, licking and kissing and slurping at him. Jesus, Scully, he rasped. Scully looked up, bright eyes under heavy lids, and hummed, sliding her mouth down to take him into her throat again. He lightly held onto her head and met her pace. God, you feel so good. But he stopped himself and withdrew from her tongue's caress, helping her to her feet, kissing forcefully, tasting himself on her tongue. Then, cupping Scully's ass, he brought her up and she wrapped her legs around him instinctively. He walked to the bed and let her fall gently. Legs, he ordered. Scully complied, spread her knees, opening herself to him. And then Mulder was on the floor beneath her, hiking up that navy skirt that showed off her ass and using agile fingers to remove the lacy thong that was... Oh, so wet. Wasting no time, he nuzzled between her thighs and licked from her wet center to the swollen bundle of nerves. Scully's knees twitched with each flick of the tongue. Yeah, Scully, that's right. I want you to come for me. Come in your old room. He coaxed and drew teasing circles around her clit until Scully's panting became loud and uneven. Inside me, she breathed in heated desperation. 
Though nervous of the noise they were making, she couldn't contain the longing for him anymore. Family be damned. Anything you say, Mulder said, climbing on the bed between spread legs, and swiped his glistening tip over her entrance, rubbing the wetness slowly up until it made her gasp and arch her back. Then he finally plunged himself into her with a soft grunt. Come for me. Mulder slid out slowly and thrust in again, and she felt full and stretched to her limits as their pace quickened. Erratic breaths puffed in Mulder's ear, and he covered her mouth with his to absorb her moans. Hips bucked up and sparks danced behind squeezed lids as she spasmed around him. He buried himself deep into her body, rubbing hard against her while his tongue explored the depths of her mouth until the withering subsided and Scully stilled beneath him letting out a final, sated sigh. A whimper escaped her lips when Mulder withdrew himself almost completely. She clenched herself around the head of his cock. I want to be on top when you come. Mulder loved it when Scully took command. He reached under her and lifted slowly, rising from the bed, still buried inside her. She gripped onto his biceps as he deftly flipped their positions, feeling the strain and bulge as he sat down on the bed with her on top. His eyes were transfixed on her, sunbathed and stunning in the setting light that poured into the room. I like the sight of you, Scully, he told her as she began to rock herself in his lap, his strong hands guiding her. Scully gave a lustful smile and he felt himself slickened in her wet pussy as she moved back and forth. Her wetness was gushing out around him and the noise of their joining was almost obscene. God, you're so wet. I can hear it, he said. Scully licked his ear. She mischievously said, Your tongue did that to me. Mulder groaned and thrust hard up into her. Did you touch yourself in this bed, Scully? Did you think about a sexy doctor and touch that pretty pussy of yours, he asked. Uh-huh, was the only response she could muster as she drove herself down. Her arms wrapped around his neck, and she pulled him in close so that he nestled his nose into her chest. Her soft camisole smelling of detergent and perfume, and he caught a faint whiff of his musk. Tell me about it. Tell me about how you touched yourself, he said. After studying all night, I would lie in bed. It would be so hot, and I'd take my clothes off. Then my hand would slip under the band of my undies, and I'd be so wet. Mulder closed his eyes, bit his lip, pushed up into Scully. Scully's spine arched, forcing her breasts against his face. I'd play with my nipples, roll them in my fingers. Mulder cried out in her chest and suckled at her hardened nipples through the fabric of her shirt. I like to use two fingers, she rasped. His large hand found her small waist. I'd push two fingers in so deep. These fingers. She held up her middle and ring fingers to his mouth. He sucked at them. And I would massage my clit up and down in circles. Fingers dug into the flesh through her shirt. And then when I came, his strokes became frenzied. Scully leaned in close to his ear. I'd fuck myself with my fingers until my orgasm passed. And that was Mulder's undoing. Scully held him tight against her. He pushed under her so hard that her skirt flew up around them. Dana boomed a voice from the door, forcing her skirt down. Scully turned in time to see the door slam, but she knew that voice. Mulder continued thrusting through a surprise. Bill, she stayed matter-of-factly, still cradling his head. 
Mulder leaned his forehead against her shoulder as his heart steadied, and Scully reached down to capture his lips for a long, deep kiss before sliding off his lap to retrieve her thong. They smoothed their clothes and hair. Sorry, Mulder muttered sheepishly, shaking his head. I really didn't think. Scully turned, grabbed his face firmly, glared at him and said, Don't be. It was worth it. And I can handle Bill. She turned to the door and Mulder smiled at his petite rebel. They made their way down the stairs, Mulder tucking in his shirt, while Scully descended the stairs proudly with the knowledge that Mulder had just been inside of her in her old room, that a part of him was still inside her now. Her thighs were sticky. Outside, the sun painted the sky in pastels, and Scully opened another beer, taking a sip before handing it to Mulder. Maggie spotted them from across the yard and waved them down. Dana, Fox, we're about to go to the harbor to watch the fireworks. You'll still join us, won't you? Mulder grinned. We'd love to. Brought our picnic blanket and everything, he answered graciously. Great. I'm riding with Charlie and the kids. Have you worked out a ride with Bill? He was looking for you earlier. Nope, haven't seen him, Scully said, pursing her lips. But I think we can drive ourselves, Mulder added. That way we can drive home immediately after. It's so late for us already. Scully's perfect, but I need my beauty sleep these days. Maggie nodded. Suit yourself, but parking might be difficult. Nothing we can't handle, assured Mulder with a smile. I'll see you there, Maggie said with a nod and made her way to chat with a relative. Here, why don't you finish this? I'll drive. Mulder handed Scully the beer. You don't want to ride with Bill and Tara? They have a bigger car, top-of-the-line minivan, Scully teased as they watched the yard empty out. Bill was nowhere to be found. No, I'm good, Mulder chuckled. Thanks anyway. Another long swig and Scully set her half-finished bottle down. Let's go, she said, walking towards the car. Mulder reached down and grabbed her hand. You really think it's appropriate for me to go to this, given our situation? This gave Scully pause. She searched his gold-flecked eyes. It'll be dark, Mulder. No one is looking for you now. Things have been calm the last couple of years. It just feels like we're being a little lax these days. Scully crossed her arms. Admit it, you just don't want to see Bill. Yeah, that's part of it, he acknowledged. And Scully jutted out her chin as she smiled at him and walked to their car. Taking a breath, Mulder braced himself for the night. The extended Scully clan had gathered early, blankets spread, kids laughing and playing tag in the crowd while snacks were doled out, and Mulder sauntered behind Scully, who had already reached her mother and was talking to Charlie Jr. Mr. Mulder, a voice called from behind him. Mulder stopped in his tracks and closed his eyes as he turned to find Bill walking up with Matthew. Maddie, go to mom. I'll be there in a minute. The boy waved at Mulder as he ran off. Hey, Bill, started Mulder hesitantly. Listen, Mr. Mulder, Bill spat, his face tense, shoulders squared. I know you and Dana are living together and that's fine. You're both adults. But could you at least have the decency not to do that in my mother's house? Mulder nodded, not intending to start a fight. Bill, you're absolutely right. I don't know what we are thinking, and... And I think Bill can mind his own business, Scully chimed in behind Mulder, taking him by the arm. Dana, it was disrespectful, Bill reasoned. She arched an eyebrow. And it was disrespectful when you brought home your first girlfriend to spend the night, and Dad was at sea, and Mom was visiting Aunt Val? As I recall, you were in charge that night. 
Mulder took a small step back. He wanted to disappear, to sink into the ground. He searched the crowd for Maggie to no avail. Or the first time we were at Tara to Mom's, and you both suddenly went to bed early? Did you think Missy and I were stupid? Scully demanded. Bill cleared his throat. Mulder found his shoes very interesting. You've made your point, Dana. Just lock the door next time. Anyone could have walked in. Bill grumbled and walked away. Mulder leaned into Scully's ear. Thank you for defending my honor. You're my hero. My pleasure, she smiled up at him. You really think it's safe for me to be out in the open like this? Mulder looked around as if expecting to be discovered by a team of undercover agents at any moment. Mulder, the FBI isn't looking for you at nine at night at a crowded Fourth of July celebration, Scully assured him. And most of my family is none the wiser about it. You're safe tonight. I don't know. I think Bill is ready to turn me in. Let's grab a spot in the blanket, she deflected, patting his chest. They picked a spot as far away from Bill and Tara as possible. Kids and Maggie and some adults and uncles between them. Scully, sleepy and impossibly happy to be out in the open with Mulder again, settled her head on his thigh, face cast to the sky. She felt Maggie's gaze on her, a light smile on her lips. She looked at her mom and smiled back. Soon, the fireworks show began. Cheers filled the night as the patriotic lights exploded in the inky blackness. Mulder turned his gaze to Scully, his fingers stroking her hair, her eyes calm, and watched flashes of light, crimson and blue, play across her face. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.